She's a lifetime queen in plus-size pageantry, figure model, and international best-selling author. She's joining you right now on the air with her beautiful smile and lavish personality. You may have seen her rockin' runways from New York City to Vegas or have heard her broadcast live on location from Los Angeles. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you to the Miss Kamei Morning Show with your host, Miss Kamei, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited. Good morning. Welcome to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. I am your host, Miss Kamei, for those of you who may not know. Welcome to the show. What a fabulous, fabulous week last week. I was in the ATL out in Atlanta. I know. Don't don't. Wasn't don't so sad. fabulous for you. Uh, <laughs> so, so did you miss me, Benny? I did. Oh, I missed you too. The studio just wasn't alive. Yeah, I know. Just kind of like meh. <laughs> 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 Miss Kamei's not here. Oh, yeah, what am I yeah. gonna do? Twiddle my thumbs. <laughs> do whatever. Stare at the wall. Yeah, right. Well, I'm I sure do that. that. I do that too. <laughs> yes, of course, of course. Uh, fabulous, fabulous visit out in mm-hmm. Atlanta. I was out there on location uh, for the Miss Plus America pageant, the 12th annual pageant. Um, actually met met a lot of fabulous, fabulous women. There were 65 delegates that were competing for an elite title. Of course, uh, every division ha- uh, crowned a queen, but that elite title, that top of the line, well, I shouldn't say the, top of the line. The pinnacle. But, yes, the pinnacle. Uh, high point winner uh, elite title w- was definitely, you know, the, the title to, to come home mm-hmm. with. And we have the exclusive interview today Whoop. with Miss Plus America Elite 2015. That's how much game we have. Yeah. We've got poll. Yeah, we've got poll. Mm-hmm. We know people in high places. Yeah. We have their cell phone numbers, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got a great interview coming up with Miss Jonisa Smith. Uh, she uh, previously, prior to competing at Nationals, she represented uh, New York State in the Miss Plus America pageant. And uh, so she did come home with the elite title. And we're going to hear from her and uh, talk about her journey in pageantry and how she is aligning that journey with her platform. Um, interesting to know where she's from. Just such a great interview. I'm so, so excited. Uh, but back to Atlanta. Um, you know, I want to give a shout out to anybody that's listening that is out in Atlanta. Atlanta's always so good to me. Shows me so much love. From the airport to the beauty supply. I always wanted to visit. Oh, it's Maybe fabulous. Maybe that'll be my you know, next stop on it's the, the tour. South. Benny's tour. Yeah, Benny's tour. I don't tour. have a tour, but I'd like to start one. <laughs> you and can I'd start, start there. <laughs> I'd probably start there and finish there. Yes, yeah. Yep, right. start and finish. It's a good start and finish right, spot. Right. <laughs> Had an opportunity to meet Mr. James Kessie and his beautiful family. Uh, so great to meet them. As you know, uh, James Kessie was my feature interview on season one, and we also brought him back for the season two premiere. He's been a huge supporter of the show, him and his wife. And he's doing big, big things out there. He's been nominated for many awards. He's an R&B soul singer. If you guys don't know who he is, I suggest you visit uh, www.jameskessie.com. Follow him on all social media. He's a fabulous, uh, fabulous independent artist, really, really doing great things out there. So um, 
Also had an opportunity to meet um, a gentleman who has a uh, car detailing business out there. Hey. Yeah, mo- mobile car detailing business. And, you know, in Atlanta, it, it's sunny every day, mm-hmm. 365 days a year. Your whip's got to look good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to. And, and not just anybody... Not just anybody can do it. No. You know? And it's obviously, detailing is a is a big deal. Yeah. It's a long job, long, arduous project, process. And, uh, man, have, I do it every day, but I'd have to come to work, too. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever have you ever uh, had your car detailed, Benny? You know, I usually do my own. That's why it takes so long. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of I do mine too. anal kind of guy like that, too. So yeah. It, yeah. I love, love mm-hmm. having a clean car. It just makes everything. It's like getting your hair done. Right. It makes, makes your day that much better. Yes. Walking yes. a little bit taller, a little stronger. Yeah, a little stronger. Yeah. You know, Most, swags a little yeah, bit, you know, exactly. a little bit more left yeah, to right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see? Uh, OB, OB Auto Spa and Detailing um, is the name of the business. For anybody that's out there listening, um, he is on Facebook. You can uh, follow him and, and call for appointments. He is mobile, um, and he, he's he's done some great, great things. Uh, six, seven, eight. Six five three zero six seven three is the number that you can call if you're out there. Tell him that Miss Kame from Seattle from the Miss Kame Morning Show sent you out there, and he'll take good care of you. Uh, let's get to it. Let's take a quick break and come back. We're going to hear from Miss Plus America Elite 2015 when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Miss Kame Morning Show, brought to you by New Urban Unlimited, live on Alternative Talk, 11:50 a.m. The Atlantic Street Center is celebrating 105 years of serving children, youth, and families with our Raise It Up Benefit Concert, a soulful evening of music starring Eric Benet. Come feel the passion of Eric Benet. Live in concert, it's Eric Benet. Also starring Grammy Award-winning saxophonist Kurt Weiland. A soulful night of music. One ticket, one night, two stars. The Atlantic Street Center Raise It Up Benefit Concert, Friday, October 9th, at the luxurious Ben Arroyo Hall with Eric Benet and Kurt Whaley. Tickets on sale now at the box office. Call 206-215-4747. Also get them online at benarroyohall.org. The Raise It Up Benefit Concert. Be there Friday, October 9th. And let's all help the kids. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. 
Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Good morning. Welcome back to the Miss Kame Morning Show. If you are tuning in for the first time, we are live in the studio today with Miss Plus America Elite 2015, Miss Jonisa Smith. Welcome to the show, Miss Jonisa. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Well, well, well. Welcome <laughs> to the world of fabulous titles. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I want to start out with your interview. I, I have, there's just there's so much information uh, that I really want to cover in our interview, and I really want to highlight. I was reading your bio and your fact sheet uh, that you sent over to me, and uh, you you pri- prior to the the pageant um, out in Atlanta, the national pageant, the National Miss Plus America pageant. Um, you and I did not know each other, and so I had an opportunity to do some research and. Beautiful are you, just absolutely gorgeous, um, presented so well at, at the national competition. You are from St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. That is correct. How fabulous is that? <laughs> I'm an island girl. I see, I see, I see. So let, let's, let's talk about that. You, you, you grew up as an only child. You're, you're an only yes. child. Uh, you were involved in a lot of youth groups, um, even at seven years old. So you, your, your, your heart for service and your heart to serve your community has, has really been instilled uh, in you from such an early age. So talk about that with us a little bit. Talk about your childhood, growing up in the Virgin Islands. I mean, really, we, 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 we dreamed a vacation over there. Well, I definitely grew up in the place where everyone vacations. So I do <laughs> love when I visit back home. However, growing up there is completely different. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that when you live someplace, you a lot of people don't have the same appreciation for people that visit. Sure. But for me, it was different. My mom always instilled uh, appreciation for whatever I had, and that included home. I, I do love my home so much. Mm-hmm. I love the people at home. They were very supportive in my journey to the crown. However, growing up, my mom as an only child, encouraged me to truly take part in the community, and that's why she enrolled me in lots of youth groups, Mm -hmm. from junior firefighters to uh, customs explorers, and and through that, I was able to gain, like, brothers and sisters that I didn't biologically have. Right. Um, And through that, I was able to learn the, the essence and the importance of giving back to my community. What is the most, one? well, one of the most significant memories you have being being a service to your community at at a young age and as an adolescent, I would say it was it was a matter of just taking pride in just the physical beauty of the islands. Um, coming from a a place where tourism is a big aspect, when people come to the islands, the first thing they notice is the physical beauty of the islands. And through a lot of my youth groups, I was able to do just community cleanups, like walking on the street and 
picking up the trash and the garbage. And for me, when I fly back home now and I see just the beautiful greenery, it it could really be an eyesore if you see garbage on the street. And I, I learned from a young age that that wasn't acceptable and that wasn't okay. But among other things, just being able to visit like a senior citizen home and and just giving back to the people that let you know started the way for us. Right, right. So you, you from you know adolescence, from elementary school, high school, you went went on to college, correct? That's correct. Okay, talk about that a little bit with us. Well, I I started college a few years ago, um, right after <laughs> high school, and it was it was an amazing experience having the opportunity to probably go to a different school outside of the island. I chose to actually stay home and. I went to my local university, which I love. I love, I love the University of the Virgin Islands because it is the only HBCU, historically black college and university, in the Caribbean. So I'm proud to say that I was able to get that HBCU experience with that Caribbean island twist. And I studied marketing and business management as well as business administration. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, I was crowned Miss University of the Virgin Islands. Yes, okay, which so I'm extremely proud of. Yes, so that was your first your your first crown, correct? No, it wasn't. It was actually I've had crowns. Um my mom put me in my first pageant when I was in kindergarten. So okay. It was, it was since then I really started to get into pageantry, but of all the crowns that I've held and all the titles, Miss UVI was my most memorable. So you're you're just a beaut- you're just destined to be a beauty queen, just destined from a very young age. <laughs> Would you say that to be true? <laughs> yes, that is that's absolutely correct. Um, I want to talk absolutely a- correct. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about um, the community service that you did um, in your sorority, like with your sorority. Talk about that w- with us, and and the reason why I want to really address that is because I think that. Well, let me back up a little bit. I have a, a 20-year-old niece who's in college right now, and she's mm-hmm. very, very, very active academically as well as, you know, in, in her community. She's very active in her sorority as well, and uh, it's really molding her into the woman she's becoming. And I, I think it's very important. It's something that I missed out on. Um, I actually went to college online, um, so I didn't, you know, have the whole campus experience um, so talk about that. Share share with our audience and the people that are listening to the show this morning, you know, the community service that your sorority, you know, uh, really engaged in. Well, I am a proud, proud member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. And I must say that through this organization, I've grown. And it's definitely one college experience that I did enjoy it is a lifetime commitment, so it's beyond college, and I'm proud to say that I do have sisters around the world. Uh, through Delta Sigma Theta, I've been able to give back to my community. Delta has a, a five-point thrust that focuses on health and one's health and community health, as well as um, understanding politics and government mm-hmm. and giving back overall through education and sisterhood and, and empowerment. And I must say that uh, we've been able to give on our local, our, our national, and even an international level because we have chapters all over the world. Um, my local, my local chapter back home where I pledge uh, at the University of the Virgin Islands, mm-hmm. we've been able to give back to our school, cleaning up around the school, as well as just giving back to our seniors when we have our um, 
our Thanksgiving Day dinner for them and, and just seeing the smile on their face. They look forward to us coming and right. singing and, and performing for them. And and through high uh, through college, I must say that it's helped to keep me grounded. It, it's important to definitely be focused on your on your academics and your education. But there's some things that you need beyond that to keep you whole as an individual right. and balanced. And and through giving back through my organization, we did things as sisters. You know, we we hung out. We did lots of performances. Everyone knows sororities. The step we did that <laughs> as well. But but overall, giving back helps to give keep me grounded, and it, it made me realize that once I graduate um, with my degree, I still should be able to give back to my community because my community is what helped to mold me into the woman that I am today. Yeah, yeah, so important, so so important. You know that we really stay stay focused and involved in our communities and always improving our communities. Um, you know, there's so much that goes on in the world that is just unfavorable. And so to, to continue to have that heart of service and, you know, the love for your community that you live in is just it's so important. So, so important. And, and you know, tip my hat to your sorority for, you know, making that part of, you know, the family that they have. That's so, so great. Really is great. Um, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to talk more about your love for pageantry. Um, you, you, you just, you, you've been a, a title holder since you were very young, uh, which is very, very exciting. So I want to talk more about that. Stay tuned. Um, coming up a little bit later on in the show is Miss Kamei's favorite thing giveaway. Every, you know what you guys tune into the show for. You've got to subscribe to the Miss Kamei International Newsletter in order to win my giveaway today. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. It's new. It's Urban, It's Unlimited. Brought to you by New Urban Unlimited, live on Alternative Talk, 11.50 a.m. Pedal to the metal Pop the top and let the sound Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975. 
or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. The Atlantic Street Center is celebrating 105 years of serving children, youth, and families with our Raise It Up Benefit concert, a soulful evening of music starring Eric Benet. Come feel the passion of Eric Benet. Live in concert, it's Eric Benet. Also starring Grammy Award-winning saxophonist Kurt Weiland. A soulful night of music. One ticket, one night, two stars. The Atlantic Street Center Raise It Up Benefit Concert, Friday, October 9th, at the luxurious Ben Arroyo Hall with Eric Benet and Kurt Boylan. Tickets on sale now at the box office. Call 206-215-4747. Also get them online at benarroyohall.org. The Raise It Up Benefit Concert. Be there Friday, October 9th. And let's all help the kids. Alternative Talk 1150 is now being broadcast in digital quality on FM 98.9 HD3. So rejoice, you early adopters of technology. Good morning. Welcome back to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. If you were listening right before the break... Uh, you heard Rocky Sandoval's new hit single, Just Like Stevie. We had Rocky in the studio a couple of weeks ago, uh, right before his single release party and video mm-hmm. release party, uh, which was fabulous. Uh, just a great, great, great video that we actually saw at his at the album release party or the single release party. Excuse me. Um, so for those of you who would like to purchase any of his music, go to RockySandoval.com. Um, he's, you can also find him on iTunes, his album Throwback. Um, is available as well, um, and you can find all his music there. Yeah, help him out, local artists. Yeah, give him some love, local artists. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, we want him to be international. We want him, you know, of course, we want him to hit those of charts. course. But our local community, yes, can support our local artists and our local talent here. If you don't, you know, know anything about Rocky Sandoval, check out his website and learn more about him. We are live in the studio this morning. We are all we are reaching out all the way out to New York uh, this morning. We are talking to Miss Plus America Elite 2015, Jonisa Smith. Um, we heard a little bit about her being from St. Thomas, U.S. Virgin Islands. She's a friend we need to have, Benny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. She yeah. can hook us up with a lot of things. Yeah, especially like tour guide. I don't. What do you think about that, Jonisa? <laughs> I could definitely do that. I'm already making plans with some of my sister queens. Yeah. See? To head See? home for the carnival. There you uh, go. Well, okay. So I get first dibs. I'm calling the exclusive tour, personal tour. I'm. I got first dibs. I'm calling shotgun on it. I can guarantee that. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> Um, we talked a little bit about your, you know, your early pageant experience. You won, took, took a title when you were in kindergarten. Your mother put you in a, a pageant and you, you won first place. Um, mm-hmm. You uh, also took, took the title of uh, Miss University of the Virgin Islands 2010-2011. Uh, so you have just been destined to be a beauty queen. Um, what what made your reign? You did say that your most memorable reign was um, Miss University of the Virgin Islands. So what made that reign out of, you know, all of the other reigns, obviously before your elite title, what made that reign so memorable for you? 
Uh, well, um, Miss Tomei, that rain was most memorable because that was the year that my mom passed. She passed a few months right after I won my crown. And I realized that at that moment, that's when I was the most resilient. So that, that helped mold who I am today. Mm-hmm. That, that particular year helped you. It, it really did a lot for me. So it became my most memorable reign. I found that through that, I became stronger. I did not give up my crown. And I used that to, to speak so much back into the young girls in my community. Just this, this, this strength and, and hope that we could definitely overcome our obstacles. You have a, I guess, in your signature line in your your email, uh, resilience in the face of adversity is a strength and compassion that cannot be defeated. That's my personal motto. I live by that motto every single day, every day. It, talk it, about it, it. Elaborate a little bit. You know, it, it give us an... so much to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that through that motto, it it really built who I am as an individual. And I've been faced with so much adversity in my lifetime. However, I feel like with just compassion and grace, one can overcome. And and through that, you're being very resilient. Mm-hmm. And resilience, resilience in the face of adversity, cannot be defeated you you just cannot be defeated when you are resilient and, and you just keep your compassion and towards others you find that reaching out towards others truly builds who you are mm-hmm. and it speaks more about your character and it, it helps you through in the long run it truly does right resilience is i mean we can't teach somebody resilience we can't no i mean we can be an example of resilience but we can't teach it uh, you know, it's definitely something that that is learned um, be, after being resilient. <laughs> you know, walking through a, yeah. a, a storm. Um, I, I'm sorry to hear about your mother passing. I I, I definitely am, am sorry to hear that. My condolences to to you for that. That is, you know, obviously another uh, platform that you and I share as well. My mother has passed away, and and I can relate. I can relate to you know the resilience of overcoming that. And as the years go by, it doesn't get easier, you know, to, to live with the loss of a, of a mother. We, we, we learn to manage it, I guess, as the days go on. Um, but That's you know, absolutely correct. Yes. But, you know, she's in heaven looking down on you, smiling, very proud of you today. I'm, I would be willing to bet anything that <laughs> um, she's just, just so, so proud of you. I want to ask you this. Um, you know, the, the title that you hold now, Miss Plus America Elite 2015, it is a title in, in plus-size pageantry, which is uh, different from mainstream pageantry. And so, you know, going back to your reign as Miss University of the Virgin Islands and, you know, you taking... Um, a, a state title representing the state of New York, competing in the Miss Plus America National Pageant. Are th- were there differences? Were there differences in 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 the reigns in you know when you held the title of Miss U- um, University of Virgin Islands versus you know representing New York in, in a plus size pageant? Was there a difference for you? Actually, no, there wasn't because I found that through Miss University of the Virgin Islands, I went on to Atlanta that same year to represent my university in the HBCU pageant. And the queens from several universities, they were of all shapes, all sizes, all colors. And it just proved to me that, really, size does not matter when you have a goal, when you have a purpose. 
and that was that. We were there to represent our universities, our institutions of higher learning, and we wanted to do that to the best of our ability. And I met women of all sizes. So to me, that was a really great way to get into plus-size pageantry, understanding that the industry is there. It, it truly is there, and, and we have so much to offer. So going to when I moved to New York, having the opportunity to represent New York was big for me. I mean, it was a little scary because when I told people that I was competing in a plus-size pageant, many of them were like, well, I don't think you're quite plus-size. And it's like, <laughs> well, well, I am. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when, when the media makes plus-size anything from a six and above. Yeah, so yeah. So for me, I'm if that's plus-size, then I'm not sure what to call myself. But people look at it that way. It's really, I'm in the middle of the spectrum where for some women, I'm not plus size enough. Yes. And for others, I'm actually plus size. So it's it's a funny place where I'm standing, but it's beyond just my size. It's truly embracing who I am and just pushing my platform on, on a national level. Right. Why why pageantry? Why have you chosen this, this route? Um you know, because there are so many women who are, are are sitting back and they're watching you and they're looking at you and they're seeing what you're doing. And, and there are so many different platforms, you know, that, that us as women can stand on to to pursue our passions and what, what we love to do. So why pageantry? Why, why, why that? Miss Kamei, when I decided to enter the pageant and I got my handbook, there was a quote in there, a very long quote. So I'll, I'll, bring it down to a nutshell, <laughs> but basically what it was saying was that the crown is a tool used to focus attention on important issues. However, it is as relevant as the individual who wears it. Mm-hmm. And for me, I knew that my love for community service was beyond who I am as an individual. It was beyond me. It was definitely a local, a community, a, a global issue. And I know that wearing the crown helps to truly focus attention on issues when I went out in my community as a local delegate when I was Miss Midtown Plus America and I wore my crown, I got adults, children, people of all ages and races coming up to me. They were excited to talk to me. Right. And, and I knew that at that moment that with my crown, I could make a difference. I could influence people and I wanted to do that for the positive. So I, I came in with the belief that I was going to use my crown to focus attention on important issues around the world, and not just my platform of Audrey's Why, Heart Disease and Stroke Awareness and Prevention, but over the past week, meeting so many beautiful women and sister queens that I could use my crown to focus attention on on their platforms as well. Right, right, of course, of course. Um, gr- just great information, great way to, I guess, dissect you know, what pageantry is really about. I think a lot of women, you know, they they attach their greatness to winning the crown. And what they fail to realize is that their greatness is is upon them. You know, the crown is is the spotlight. The crown, get, the crown brings the attention to them. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have women that travel to nationals and they compete and they, they don't win. Uh, they don't place. And they they feel that they, you know, that they really cannot make a difference because they didn't win a crown, which is so not true. Would you agree with that? I agree with it. I completely agree with it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about your your travel, your your travel diary to nationals. 
um, what your preliminaries were like. We also want to touch on on your interview because you, you did have have a panel interview. Uh, your onstage question. We're going to cover all of those. Uh, attributes of the national competition and we're going to hear from you about those things when we come back don't go anywhere uh your chance to win one of miss kamei's favorite things is coming up next stay tuned you're listening to the miss kamei morning show it's new it's urban it's unlimited on alternative talk 11 50 a.m The Atlantic Street Center is celebrating 105 years of serving children, youth, and families with our Raise It Up Benefit concert, a soulful evening of music starring Eric Benet. Come feel the passion of Eric Benet. Live in concert, it's Eric Benet. Also starring Grammy Award winning saxophonist Kurt Weymouth. A soulful night of music. One ticket, one night, two stars. The Atlantic Street Center Raise It Up Benefit Concert, Friday, October 9th, at the luxurious Ben Arroyo Hall with Eric Benet and Kurt Boylan. Tickets on sale now at the box office. Call 206 215 4747. Also get them online at benarroyohall.org. The Raise It Up Benefit Concert. Be there Friday, October 9th. And let's all help the kids. Aerial Media, a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org. Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com, for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. Get a grip on life with Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. We are live in the studio this morning with Miss Plus America Elite 2015, Jonisa Smith. Uh, we've talked about uh, all of the titles that she has won starting when she was in kindergarten and uh, her holding the title of uh, Miss, what was it? Miss Plus, University. no, no, no. Miss University of the Virgin Islands in 2010, 2011. 
Um, so I want to talk about nationals with you and I, I want to be, you know, pretty specific. I kind of want you to tell a story because, um, as you know, I'm a lifetime told lifetime title holder and plus size pageantry as well. And my journey has, has been, uh, not, not quite as long as yours. (laughs) It's actually been short (laughs) compared to yours. Um, but it's always the journey that everyone wants to know about, you know, and it, and it really, I think is important, especially for women out there who are considering, you know, standing on their platform and competing in pageantry, whether it's on a city, state or national or even international uh, level. I think it's important for them to understand, you know, the journey. So you're you're representing Washington or uh, New York State. You took a a state title representing New York, uh, traveling to Atlanta to compete. So how did you prepare? Let's start there. Um, well, my preparation just started. It started at the state pageant where I was like, okay, so this is where I get to practice my walk in front of a crowd for the first time. This is where I get to practice interview in front of a real panel. And so that's where it all started. It started at state, but it started just with the foundation of great support system. My director, Amicia Parker, she's amazing. She was very supportive. And then my sister queen, Ms. New York Plus America, she was equally supportive. And we had each other's back. So coming to Atlanta, it was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be again 64, 65 other women. How do we do it? How do we do it? And it was just this um, sense of being positive and overall experience, just enjoying the experience of the week. Showtime is going to be showtime. And you could bring your best. Another woman would bring her best. And it's just what the judges feel was the best. And um, so I got there and... It was it was amazing feeling like royalty. You you reach the airport with your crown and your sash, and everyone wants to take pictures and wants you know to talk to you. So it was really really fun getting to the hotel and people are arriving. All the sister queens that you met either on Facebook or on our hangouts, our Google Hangouts with the director, or if you visited a state pageant and meeting up with those women again, it it was a great experience. It was like. A family reunion that would be the best way to explain it so it was really really an amazing time and our How? director's hat mm-hmm. go ahead go ahead finish what you're saying i was just going to say our directors had a fun-filled week for us so we had so much time to socialize and get to know each other and just have a great time without worry about getting on the stage at, but at the end of the day, it's still a competition. We're still competing oh, yeah. for the crown. Yes. So I want to yeah. know, you know, I really want to know how did you prepare? How, how did you pick your wardrobe? You know, how, how because you, you're coming to compete. And although, yeah. you know, there's the activities and, you know, all of the fun and the lights and the camera and the attention and, you know, all of the fluff, fluff, I call it. You're, you were coming to compete for an elite title. So how, mm-hmm. how, did, how did you prepare? How did, how did you pick your wardrobe? My wardrobe, it was, it was a fairly simple pick because I'm I love fashion, but I'm I'm not that I'm not that woman that's like oh gosh I have to wear this. But my pant wear was, it was really inspired by Solange's uh, wedding jumpsuit, mm-hmm. and I was like that is what I want, and I love the color purple. I was like it has to be in purple, mm-hmm. and I went from there. I was like I love this suit. I love this color. I'm going with that. And I'm just going to rock it. Now, my evening gown, that was a different story. I knew I wanted to do red because it, it, it's the color that uh, represents my platform of heart disease and stroke awareness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I wanted to do something classic. And I chose a classic gown. And 
unfortunately, when it arrived to me, it was it was hideous. That's oh. the best way to put it. It was hideous. However, um, I'm I'm a novice seamstress, so I put my scissors and my sewing machine to that gown, and, and I really made it my own. And I think that by doing that, I went out there and I put my best foot forward because I'm like. I made this. I, I I created this masterpiece. Yeah, and that's really that's really how I did that. I just I just went with what I personally would like, and I made it me. And I could only do just that and go up there and be me and rock it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it, that's very important. You know that you say that because you know some I think sometimes especially in competition women tend to look at other women and look at what they're wearing or look what their hair you know how they're wearing their hair or what shoes they're wearing and they they stop focusing on presenting themselves the best because they're focused and worried about you know what someone else is doing or what someone else is wearing so that's great that you you know that you make that made that statement that you know you made it yours to fit you to represent you represent your platform um, because that you know pageantry is a representation of yourself you're not competing with anyone but you're you know you're competing against yourself essentially not not yeah. other women um, did you did you compete in any optionals I did okay what I optionals competed. what optionals did you compete in the spokesmodel competition and, and I got I won that competition. You're just a winner all the way around. <laughs> okay, so the way that week was meant for me. Yes, yes, yes. And so, um, you know, talk about optionals because there are some women that compete, some women that compete in pageantry that, uh, you know, that they don't really necessarily compete in, in in optionals. So why that optional? Why did you choose that? Well, I knew I wanted to compete in optionals. I believe that. I've I've been a judge before for a pageant, and I do know that despite optionals, not truly counting towards your final score for the crown, it's a way for judges to see you beyond the competition for the crown. Yes, and very I important. To show very that important. I'm, that I'm well-rounded. So yes. I chose to do an optional, and I was like, well, if I'm going to do something, I need some. I need that thing to truly be something that I'm into. And I chose Spokesmodel because you got a minute to to market or to promote something that means the world to you. And I chose that moment to promote Go Red for Women, which is an outlet of the American Heart Association, specifically for women and heart disease. So I chose to speak on that, and it meant so much to me. So right. I, I, I did it. I did it, and I, I brought that title home as well. Right. I was an optionals judge, and I do remember uh, your sparks, spokes, spokes model. Uh, competition, and I I do completely agree with you that it does give the judges, um, and, and again, not that you know an optional score has anything to do with with your overall scores uh, to the crown, um, but it does give the judges a little bit more insight on you and who you are as a person because we're talking about interviews. We're going to go there. You you had what seven minutes in a panel interview? I had seven minutes. Seven minutes mm-hmm. in a panel interview with was it four judges, five judges? Uh, no, it was about, we had eight to ten people in the room, including a camera, and it was it was about seven judges. Seven judges, okay. Seven minutes, seven judges, so not a lot of time. <laughs> not a lot of time, and we, we try to stick to that 30-second rule, you know, to, to keep our answers, you know, even 30 seconds long, but even if each judge get, gets to ask you a question, you're, 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 you still don't have a, a lot of time to really present 
um, really overall, you know, who you are. So the optional competition, that's a great point. It really gives the judges another, you know, moment um, to, to view you, you know, as the individual that you are. So let's talk about your interview. Did you did you st- sit down in your interview? Did you stand up in your interview? I chose to sit. Okay. And tell us a little bit about your wardrobe for, for interview. How did you how did you select that? I chose well, honestly, when I tell you that everything was set for me, I walked into a store, I saw a color that I like. I love peach as well. So I saw the peach suit with a very beautiful finish, a very beautiful structure. I tried it on. That was the first and only thing I tried. It fit and I was like, You're mine. I'm going through the door with you. So it was a very simple peach two-piece skirt suit that spoke about just how fun I am, how elegant and simple I am. And so I really love that about my suit. Your interview suit. Okay. So uh, share with our audience, you know, what, what your interview was like. What was that experience like for you? It was, I felt like I was amongst a group of friends just having a great time and just educating my friends on my platform and, and heart disease and and basically what I'm doing with you now, explaining who I am and where I began. So that was important for me. Like we walked in, we were expected to say our name, our title and a fun fact. And because I'm the only Island girl that competed, I was able to say that I am from the U S Virgin Islands and I enjoy silk walking. So Mm. that, just that, just that fun fact of being a silk walker, um, started the conversation. Sure. Everyone wanted to know, well, what is that? Yeah, sure. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is, was your experience, you know, well, let me back up. Everyone dreads the onstage question. I mean, even when I was competing, it was like, oh my gosh, the onstage question, I don't know, I don't know. And, you know, people are just so nervous and, you know, you're put on the spot and, you know, you're, you guys were given a lot of homework. You know, we, we reviewed the homework that you guys were given and what questions could be asked, you know, what was going to be possibly be asked of you in the interview. So do you remember what your onstage question was? I sure do remember what my onstage question was. What was it? I do. It was, do you believe that America is ready for gay marriage? That was my question. And what was your response? My response was, yes, I do believe that America is ready for gay marriage because America was founded under the belief that all men are created equal, and that should include equal rights. However, the law that was passed recently for gay marriage was not based on the biblical connotation that marriage is between a man and a woman, but the lawful act that we should be able to love whomever we want to love, because love is love, and we should be able to make decisions with our partner for our partner that's recognized by the government. Well, that's a super fabulous answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you. that's a, I mean, did you rehearse that or what? That That is just. I did not. Yes. I, I did not. Yes. It was, just, um, it was just something that, of course, was big. And I felt like when whenever something big happened in the news, I wanted to find my stance on it. I wanted to be that neutral party that could understand both sides of the equation and that was a big thing. That was something that was that, you know, they spoke about a lot 
especially since the law was passed on June 26th. And here in New York, we had uh, Gay Pride that Mm -hmm. same weekend. So it was a big thing. And it just stuck out in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and such a big milestone in in the world that we live in, um, you know, with with the law being passed. And, um, you know, your your response, I I couldn't couldn't really materialize it better myself. Just great, great (laughs) answer. Um, Thank you. Yes, of course. Of course. We're giving away uh, on for Miss Kamei's favorite thing today. We're giving away an autographed CD. Uh, of Rocky Sandoval. We've been playing his music today on the show, uh, his hit single that launched a couple weeks ago, uh, Just Like Stevie. I also have a copy of his throwback album, which is actually my personal favorite. Um, I love Alligator Skin. It's just such a testimony uh, in that song. So register, subscribe, um, like the Miss Kame International newsletter, and one lucky winner that subscribes to that today will get an autographed copy of the single Just Like Stevie and Rocky Sandoval's throwback album directly from Rocky Sandoval himself. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to our Miss Plus America elite queen about bullying and the support system and any coaching that she had uh, during her her journey to the crown. We're going to take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. It's new. It's urban. It's unlimited. Live on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Aerial Media a marketing, research, media, and consulting service organization. Aerial Media is the official marketing organization for the Jackson Street Music Program, JSMP. www.jsmpinfo.org Please visit Jazz in the City Concert Series, www.jazzinthecity.com for the next JSMP event. N2U is brought to you by the office of Dr. C. Neil Nicholson, orthodontist. Call 206-722-5000 or visit seattlebraces.com. Hi, I'm attorney Richard Symes, and if you're having a financial problem and need an effective, affordable solution, I can help. The Symes Law Group specializes in bankruptcy filings and foreclosure defense mediation. Please give me a call today for a free consultation at 206-682-7975 or visit me on the web at S-Y-M-M-E-S-L-A-W.com. Your financial solution is just a phone call away. The Atlantic Street Center is celebrating 105 years of serving children, youth, and families with our Raise It Up Benefit concert. A soulful evening of music starring Eric Benet. Come feel the passion of Eric Benet. Live in concert, it's Eric Benet. Also starring Grammy Award winning saxophonist Kurt Weiland. A soulful night of music. One ticket, one night, two stars. The Atlantic Street Center Raise It Up Benefit Concert, Friday, October 9th, at the luxurious Ben Arroyo Hall, with Eric Benet and Kurt Boylan. Tickets on sale now at the box office. Call 206-215-4747. Also get them online at benarroyohall.org. 
The Raise It Up Benefit Concert. Be there Friday, October 9th. And let's all help the kids. Ahead of the talk radio curve, naturally. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Miss Kamei Morning Show. If you are tuning in for the first time, we are live in the studio today with Miss Plus America Elite 2015, Jonisa Smith. We've we've had a great conversation today. We've talked about all of the many, many titles that you have won, Miss Jonisa, uh, from kindergarten to your elite title with the Miss Plus America pageant, and have shared in your journey and your preparation uh, your interview, your onstage question. We've just, we've had s- such a great conversation and you've given our audience such a great insight what it really takes to get to an elite crown with so much more to be to be known. We'd have to have a whole nother two hour interview, I think, to really cover all of it. There's just so much to it. Uh, but I want to touch on a topic. Um, I also want to give you an opportunity to share with our audience where they can connect with you and where they can find you as well. Uh, being a public figure in our community. In our conference call, Ms. Jonisa, you made a comment to me, um, and you, we, we kind of were talking about bullying, and you said, and I quote, yes, bullying happens in pageantry. So, you know, without really getting too much into it and giving too many details about it, that that's a true statement for you, correct? Yeah. And share with our audience, you know, what your experience with that has been or was or, or was. Let, let's focus on nationals. Okay. Well, I didn't physically have any bullying. However, bullying could be mental as well. And I found that uh, there were a lot of women who say things to try to get into your head and knock you off of your game. For me, it didn't work because I knew I was there for a purpose and I knew that all I could do was be me. So, But I saw it happen to a lot of other women who were thrown off of their game because other women got into their head. And, and that's one big form of bullying and pageantry. Yes. Why, why do you think they do it? Why do you think a bully bullies in pageantry? Why do you think? It's just women that aren't confident in who they are. And, and they want to make sure that you're not ready so that they could take whatever it is that they have and, and bring it to the forefront. That's really what it is, just women who aren't ready and women who aren't ready to be a queen, so they're not confident. If you're listening to the this interview today just and you're a bully, just know we know who you are. Just know that. We see you. We hear you. <laughs> we, we can pick you out of the crowd very easily. Just know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. We talked about, you know, your 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 signature in your email, uh, resilience in the face of adversity is a strength and compassion that cannot be defeated. I really want our audience to hear that message. We all have, you know, storms in life that we face, but we the, the resilience is what takes us through it and gets us to the other side. Um, you're, you, you have a support system, yes? Share with our audience the importance of having a support system, Ms. Jonisa. It's very important because there are times, no matter how strong an individual is, there are times when we break down, there are times when we don't feel as sure as we should be of ourselves, and through that support system, they're there to help 
build us back up, lift, lift us up, and just ensure us that we could keep doing what we were doing and do it better. Right. So I'm, I'm pretty happy for my support system. Yes, they're vital. Vital for survival. Share with mm-hmm. our audience, Miss Janice, in closing, we, we got about a minute left on the air. Tell everybody where they can connect you, how they can find you, and, and follow your journey in your reign as Miss Plus America Elite 2015. Well, I would love if everyone could visit my Facebook page at Miss Plus America Elite, and that's where you would find all of my contact information, everything to follow my journey, and just get to know more of me because I plan to leave glitter on America. What an amazing interview, folks. If you are just tuning in and just listening to Miss Jonisa Smith, connect with her, follow her reign, and support her as Miss Plus America Elite 2015. Thank you so much, sweetheart. It's been a pleasure having you. Stay tuned for Conscious Talk Radio. It's radio that makes a difference. We will be back live in the studio next week on the Miss Kamei Morning Show. It's new, it's urban, it's unlimited, live on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.